0: everybody, welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. I am Blue, I have apparently got a sore throat right now, and this is Brad.
1: Hello, hi, I'm Brad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, and today we're gonna to be discussing the Mugen arc of Demon Slayer, um, which is something we've actually covered the film before, so this is kind of a comparison and recoverage. there's more information that came out in these seven episodes so if you're interested in that and you want to know more about it stick around we do give spoiler warnings i feel like this is going to be one of those ones where we get new people listening so we do give spoiler warnings later on before we start going into the actual episode details so um yeah we're just going to give you some backgrounds some discussions before we get started and then uh, we'll put on those spoiler chicken hats later on
1: yeah we we get to be vain first yes we do because what, what would we be, if not be the vain people of how we pretend to see ourselves? Yeah. I don't call people peasants, and we also don't call Blue Kamisama for a reason. <laughs> so, here we are. We are here. This is where yeah. we're going with this. So, how was your trip?
0: My trip was okay. It was it was stressful. So, for those of you guys who don't know, um, I live in um Toronto. At the moment because I am a student at an art school. It's very fun. Um, But my parents don't live there. So I have flown home for the holidays um, and it is quite still in Canada. I'm in Alberta now and um, I was texting Brad actually the day that uh, I flew out and I went from, it it ended up being because I I flew out, there was an hour delay on the flight. So I was supposed to fly at 10 but ended up flying at 11. And um, the little screen, you know how you have the little TV screens on the chair in front of you in, yes. in that plane? That was saying before we took off that it was 22 degrees in Mississauga where the, where the airport is. And, uh, and by the time I landed here in Alberta, it was negative 22 degrees Celsius. So, um, yeah, I went <laughs> 44 degrees.
1: So not only did you time travel. Yeah. But you temperature traveled.
0: I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I texted my parents and I was like, hey, when you come pick me up, um, can you bring a hoodie and my real coat? Because this jacket is not going to do shit.
1: Uh, no, no, not at all. Yeah. So, um, Dear you know, God, it's cold.
0: Yeah. It's also so much drier out right here because it's so cold, but like the air, the moisture in the air freezes, mm-hmm. um, which is why I have a sore throat. Don't worry, I'm not sick or anything. It's just that um, I went from a very humid place right above um, Lake Ontario, one of the Great Lakes. So very humid, lots of weather kind of thing happening. And then uh, come here and, and it's unbelievably dry. Like I'm ply- applying lip salve, lip chap, like three times an hour, it seems like. And um uh, constantly drinking, having to like sit in front of steamers to try and like get some moisture <laughs> in my body. 'Cause oh my god, it's so dry.
1: Yeah, it's just that's just a little bit of a change.
0: Just a tad, just a tad. So yeah, that was my that was my trip. I'm still I'm still adjusting. Also, my sound quality is gonna sound different because I'm on my laptop and my very old microphone, my first streaming microphone. So things are gonna sound a little bit different on my end.
1: Yeah, blue is remembering what it's like to come from humble beginnings.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But we've all been there.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I went through recently and were and was deleting a bunch of old Twitch clips. Yeah. Because whenever I pop into some of my friend's streams, they have those shout-outs that they'll do, and it'll play random saved clips from your Twitch. Okay, yeah. And those were popping up, and I was like, oh, God, no, why? Why are these still there? And there are some that played from back whenever i streamed on the ps4 oh wow with a cheap ps4 headset so i was stuck with that sound quality and i was like oh god no no, no. why am i being reminded of this i don't i don't need this in my life why yeah,
0: get rid of this
1: yeah yeah so i went through and cleaned out a bunch of those and just kept all of the ones that i had deemed funny and or worthy of being saved
0: mm. yeah good show good chat yeah but what about you how are things with you and the girlfriend you sent me lots of pictures of you and the girlfriend doing christmasy things
1: yeah so you got to see that we went and looked at christmas lights mm-hmm. last night
0: very cute
1: so that was fun they had an entire subdivision just completely decked out and whenever i say decked out i mean decked out
0: in mm-hmm.
1: just christmas lights inflatables all that fun stuff so we went up and Looked at that, and then she came to church with me this morning. We went to have lunch, and then I went and dropped her back off at her vehicle so I could go and buy her her final gift.
0: Mm, did you get a good one?
1: Yes. So what I was initially going to get her, because she's a big Harry Potter fan, mm-hmm. was I was going to get her the first illustrated edition of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. But they came out with a different version that has some like pop-up cardboard cutouts that are super pretty. Ooh. Not only that, but get this, they're cheaper and they, but it looks so much nicer. Mm-hmm. Like the actual hardcover itself is super fancy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how the hell is this cheaper, but it's better? I don't get it. But I was <laughs> like, I'm there for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I got her that. And also, it's great because it makes for a running gift because I just got her the sorcerer's stone. Okay. So. For Her birthday, I can get her the chamber of secrets and then so on and so forth as mm. they become available.
0: Nice, yeah, so, big I had to translate that in my head for a
1: second. I was like, that's not yeah. what I meant it's to like, say. The Philosopher's Stone, but yeah. you know, we we out here we game, yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's one of those bizarre ones where a marketing team said, No, Americans are too dumb, they don't know what a philosopher is. Nah, I'm like, okay, sure. I didn't know what a philosopher was when I read the Philosopher's Stone, but I figured it out, it's part of learning. <laughs>
1: What is learning? I'm an what American. We don't learn. We, don't learn. we um, shoot guns and drink beer.
0: Shoot guns and drink beer.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's just a southern thing. I don't know.
0: No, I can assure you, Montana Montana. Monta- Who are the people that live in Montana? Montanans? Montanians?
1: Just people from Montana, anyway.
0: Those from Montana do the same. They're directly below me right now
1: oh okay sick yeah
0: yeah. Uh, most of alberta does the same as well to be honest like alberta and montana are pretty much the same state slash province stovins i
1: love it that's hilarious.
0: yeah what else what else uh baked some cookies
1: oh have you made any bread since you've been back yet i haven't
0: made bread i need to i need to bake a victoria sponge as well because my parents keep sending me pictures of cakes while i'm in toronto um that haven't risen or have sunk because for some reason, they can't cook cakes in this country. I think it has something to do with the elevation. Like, they're just used to the humidity and uh, the fact that they're on sea level. And right now, we're like hundreds of miles above sea level or whatever. I don't know. I'm near the mountains. Mm-hmm. And neither my mum nor my dad can get a cake to rise in this country. And apparently, it's like a thing. Like, British people across the board have troubles making cakes rise in Canada. I was like, I didn't know this. But yeah. Um, so, I'm the cake baker in the house. My mom does... A lot of pastry. My mom's good with pastry. Which is funny, because I have cold hands and my mom has warm hands, so you think that she would do the bread and I would do the pastry, but it's the other way around.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I don't know how to do either of it.
0: Yeah, but you can do meat. I
1: say that. I've I've made fancy cakes. I can do meat. Mm. I think I'm going to end up smoking a Christmas ham for everyone for Christmas. Mm. So, that might be a thing. Also, Mm -hmm. happy holidays, since this is going to be the last episode to go out before Christmas. So, yeah. Just whatever you celebrate. Enjoy. Have fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Solstice is coming up in like what two days?
1: Yeah. And then there's what, Boxing Day where people just get out and throw hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. We could consider it that way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Then uh, New Year's, that's a thing to celebrate.
0: New Year's, yeah. Um, and then we have it's Hanukkah already over? I don't I don't know anything about Hanukkah, to be honest.
1: I don't know anything about it either. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know it's earlier, but I don't know like when the cutoff is. Like I people that
1: celebrate Hanukkah, tell us about it.
0: Yes, and I hope you nothing. had a good one slash are having a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and uh, even those who don't celebrate, I hope that you're uh, having a good wintry season and having like lots of hot chocolates and warm snuggly things because it's cold out, or at least where I am, it's cold out.
1: And enjoy your days off of work.
0: Yeah, and, but there's one good
1: thing that comes from well, Christmas: well, days off.
0: Yes, true. Also, um, soon we'll have less like the the darkness will be over, and I'm I'm always this is like I think that's probably one of the hardest things is just that it gets so darn dark so early that you're done by like 4 p.m.
1: Not only that, but seasonal depression is a bitch.
0: Big thing, yeah. So take care of yourselves, guys. Self care. Yeah,
1: take care of your mental health. Mm. Look after the homies if you know they deal with shit like that.
0: Yeah, and uh, and don't beat yourself up for. Having a day in bed, you know? Can't feel good yeah, about it. They,
1: days in bed are good. They are they, good. They're necessary. I feel like I need that.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
1: But that's that's about all I got.
0: That's about all I got. Oh, I went to a, a, antique couple, a couple of antique shops.
1: Oh, super fancy.
0: Yeah, well, because like, you know how in like big cities, the secondhand shops, the antique shops, all that kind of stuff, they're like very picked through. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to find those like, oh, I just found like a oh, Wedgwood plate for 25 cents. You know, like you can't get the deals because there's already people there that know about stuff and so I've already done the appraisals and they've already priced things correctly. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot harder to find really good deals when you're in a big city. But yeah. out here in Alberta, there's so much. There's just like, and like also just things that, like handcrafted blankets that were just made by someone's nan and then put in a secondhand shop and you can buy it for like two two dollars it's gonna say two pounds then i haven't used pounds in years um and uh, you can buy it for like two dollars but if you go on etsy that it would be like 75 dollars for a handcrafted blanket you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um so every time when i'm in alberta and uh, i love to go thrifting it's one of the things i did before i left and now i come back i I'm doing it all over again. And my parents have discovered a new couple, like antiquey, but still very much thrift stores in um, a a small town uh, about 20 minutes away from me. Mm -hmm. And so we went there and um, looked through. And it's the kind of thing where you see, like, section of the store is old tools. And then a section of the store is like washboards and tin buckets and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then a section of the store is like VHS tapes. And then uh, you go further in and then there's like one random section that's just like Cabbage Patch dolls. And then you go in further and it just keeps going. You're going, how big is this store? Because they're all, it's like the TARDIS. You go in and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you go in and then growing
1: and growing and growing.
0: Exactly, yeah. And then there's a downstairs. And there's just furniture. Just like old, you know, like like not like hammered together furniture, like carved together furniture with the like what are those like hash like the two little triangle bits where it's like a drawer and the two triangle bits like slot into you know what i mean yeah i
1: know what you're talking about
0: yeah it's like good quality furniture and then there's like old mirrors that have like the um deterioration around the edges and then rocking chairs that are way too low to the ground to be comfortable but i assume they are for someone's nan who's like four foot two and then (laughs) and then you just keep going and it's more and more and more and then there's a wall of license plates because there always is and then and then bottles coke bottles that are empty and cans of like old pepsi cans you're like why did you save this what's the what's the importance of an old pepsi can i don't know but it's there it doesn't it's empty somebody drank it but it's there um and you just keep going and there's more and more and more And it's one of those things I really miss about living in the country. It's just like these small little places that you go to and you just discover shit.
1: You just find all of the shit.
0: Yeah. It also spikes. I'm going to say it spikes my OCD. I don't have OCD. It spikes my um, perfectionist personality, I guess, because like, or or maybe my ADHD, because I'll see like um, a teacup and I'm like, there was another teacup of that same set. In another section. And then I go further and there's two more teacups of that set. And I'm like, you have a full set here. A full set of four teacups. You just don't have them together.
1: <laughs> so you should have moved them. I know, right? To, you should have just moved them all together.
0: Yeah. And just put them all together and be like, you have a set.
1: Anyway. Or maybe they just expect people to hunt and find the set. Maybe. Maybe you get a prize if you complete the full set. Especially if you found like the kettle and the plates. Honestly, yeah. You get a coupon.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um oh and it was the it was the kind of store as well where they had a black lab that was just like roaming free no collar just hanging out
1: heck yeah yeah
0: one of those kinds of stores it was a really good time
1: that's fantastic yeah i love that
0: yeah that's my story of the day anyways
1: outside is being very loud as per I usual
0: hear it yeah
1: perks of recording like midday yeah <laughs> but all right so demon slayer.
0: demon slayer
1: so question mm-hmm did you watch anything past the Mugen Train arc? Like, did you watch any of the Entertainment District arc so far? No, I
0: haven't. That is it's new. I know. I was going to uh, literally right before you messaged me, because I didn't know how long you were going to take to get back. So I was like, okay, mm. well, I might as well just start the next one. I'm literally, as I was about to press play, you were like, ding. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness. Cuz I wanted to get your take on that OP.
0: Yeah, I I want I w- I will listen to it and we will record. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to fully cover that. So don't worry, guys. We're yeah, going to we'll, we'll cover, cover
1: that. that uh year. I think there's 11 episodes. We're we'll get through four through December. We'll get into that by the end of March or like mid-March.
0: Yeah, when it's because
1: complete. I'm oh my god. I love that OP so much. Now don't get me wrong. The section that we're covering today, the O.P. and E.D. are just tasteful. They're great. They're mm-hmm. fantastic. Ufotable does a great job. By the way, Ufotable did this arc, of course. Mm. I mean, I, I don't know what else would have been assumed from that. But hey, Ufotable. Yeah. And it was directed by Haruo uh, Sotozaki. Mm-hmm. Same director that's been there the whole time. So, you know, we, we're having a great time. Nothing has changed mm-hmm but a lot about the film has changed. well, not a lot. It's very subtle things, except for the first episode, but we'll get into that. yes, so this arc takes place between volume seven and eight of the manga mm-hmm. and then that's that's pretty much all I got from the thing.
0: yeah, so uh genres are still consistently obviously action and supernatural as they as they have been throughout the entire series. Also, um, shonen. also shonen. Also uh Themes, demons, and historical, according to my anime list. Um, you said it was also seven Michael episodes, yeah? also, also Michael Jackson. Also Michael Jackson. They
1: seven episodes up to this point. Season two is going to have a grand total of 18, with the Entertainment District Arc taking place across 11. But yeah. the Mook and Train Arc specifically was seven, with one brand new, never-before-seen bit added to it. Yes. So if you have seen... Mugen Train the film but have not watched the arc yet. Highly recommend watching the first episode. The first is episode fantastic. is a big difference.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely yes. watch that. And it gives so much more um emotion to one specific character and a, and a lot more like reasoning as to why the film started the way it did and it also has a joke in there that you only really get if you like if you watch the film. The ending of the first episode is pretty funny. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you've seen the film. Well, I mean, if you haven't seen the film, then you're going to want to watch it anyway. But yeah, recommend.
1: Yeah, if you haven't seen the film, then you're in for a treat because you get to care a whole lot more about a character.
0: Yeah, I would you. recommend skipping the film and watching the se- the series if you, because on Crunchyroll, it has the film first and then it has the series. So if you're on mm-hmm. Crunchyroll, you've only watched the first season, skip the film, watch this.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. And the thing about it is I've seen a lot of people bitching and moaning about the about them redoing the film for the show Mm -hmm. and to that i say we're in the middle of a pandemic fuck off
0: yeah and i actually think that it was it was a good thing we're going to get into to more of that why once we've got our spoiler spoiler chicken hats on but um i do think that it it just breaks things down and allows people to um like revisit things especially considering that this this the way that it ends is so impactful to the entire entirety of the series that you kind of need that recap. Uh, 100%. Anyway, uh, more backstory, background information. Um, it is an R or 17+, which I believe has been consistent across the board that it has been R17+. I don't think, yeah, um, anything has been any different than that. Um, it is uh, a... out of 5 on Anime Planet, or a 8.86 out of 10 um, by fan rating. And then it is an 8.33 out of 10 on my anime list. So pretty much an 8.5 between the two, which is pretty low for Demon Slayer. But I think that that is because of what you said of it being a recap.
1: Mm, And not only that, but there's been a lot of fan backlash due to it being a recap Mm -hmm. but on the same notes as well apparently the numbers for that section were down because of the recap Mm -hmm. again to which i can say we're in the middle of a pandemic so the reason they're doing it is solely to bring people you know in to be able to watch it and also it's a money grab because demon slayer is pretty much the hottest anime going
0: yeah, I'm still so seeing. I get
1: why they did it.
0: Yeah, I'm still seeing a fairly high number of people that have rated it on my anime list, but not very many people have rated it on Anime Planet. For Demon Slayer, I'm expecting like 40, 50,000 at least people rating it on Anime Planet, and I'm only at 4,000. So it's very like lowly rated, and sometimes that just happens because it's fairly new out. So I'm going to give it a benefit of the doubt. But on my enemy list, it's had um, over 200,000 members rate it already. So I don't necessarily think it's it's entirely that. I think it's just that a lot of people haven't been rating it because they haven't been watching it because they know it's a recap. But mm. if you are one of those people, um, watch the first episode at least. Even if you don't watch the rest of it, watch that first episode because it is more information.
1: Oh, 100%. And it's, oh, it's so beautifully done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that being said, the dropped rate is a 2.67%, uh, which is high for both Demon Slayer and the fact that this is the second season. So what I've seen with our drop rates, for those who don't know, I'm just going through all of this again, because like I said, we tend to get new people watching Demon Slayer episodes, we just do. <laughs> so uh, welcome if you're new. Um, but... Uh, the drop rate, what I do is I go onto Anime Planet specifically because it has a breakdown um, of of who watches, who is watching, who wants to watch, and who has dropped. And you can see the numbers specifically on there. I haven't found another site that has that same breakdown. So I've been using this site specifically. Um, and I take the watched and I take the dropped and I add them together. Well, and then I divide the dropped by the added together to get the percentage of how many people have dropped versus how many people have watched. I don't include watching or want to watch because um, want to watch hasn't obviously watched it yet. And watching hasn't made a final decision as to whether or not they're going to drop it or they're going to watch it to the end. So I only use watched and dropped. uh, consistently across the board second seasons do better they have a better drop rate percentage than first seasons because the people who choose to watch the second season have obviously already watched the first season and enjoyed it so they know that they they like the content so we're filtering out those people who are like i don't know if i'm gonna like it or not i'm gonna give it a go Mm, i didn't like it so consistently across the board second season has Better drop rate demon slayer is one of those ones that has a really 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 good drop rate from the first season the film had a really good drop rate everything has a really good drop rate films tend to have really low drop rates because people don't have to leave films halfway through um but this has a pretty high i would consider 2.67 for a second season very high for demon slayer for another for another show it probably that's probably a pretty good drop rate for demon slayer i'm considering that high what do you think
1: considering it's still ongoing i think it's definitely one of those that i can give it a pass especially considering the first arc being a recap so i feel like a lot of people may have left it alone until the entertainment district arc either gets a little bit further along
0: well funnily enough anime planet has separated them i think the Mugen train arc is different than i'm just going to double check that but i think the two arcs are actually being categorized in separate what did you say the arc was called the second arc
1: the entertainment district arc
0: okay yeah they're separate they're being categorized separately then
1: i would just assume because it's a recap because as we've seen throughout watching on crunchy and being able to see the comments people do not like recap episodes at all
0: here's something that's interesting Mm -hmm. so for demon slayer the Mugen train arc we have four thousand six hundred nine people have watched it. Four thousand one hundred sixty one people are watching it. So about eight thousand eight hundred, I'm going to say, um, mm-hmm. and then a hundred, yeah. So eight thousand, eight. Let's say eight thousand nine hundred people. Nine. I'm going to round it up to nine thousand people are are watching or have watched the and Train Arc, right? Mm-hmm. The Entertainment District, Entertainment District, is already at uh, nearly five and a half thousand, right? Mm -hmm. this is going to get the numbers that the first one didn't get. So more people are just, they've just, people are just completely skipped it. They've heard that it's a recap Mm -hmm. and they just have completely skipped it. So if you're one of those people, please just watch the first episode.
1: Yeah. Go give that a watch. Yeah. But also according to our math, if you count the people that still have it selected as currently watching, because Mm -hmm. they may not realize that it's been, whatever my brain is trying to say that they've separated it. Yeah. Then that puts the drop rate at about 1.1%, which is not that high.
0: No, that's a better. Drop so rate. that's
1: the one caveat that I would give to that is maybe people didn't realize that it's been separated. So they haven't went back in and updated it yet.
0: Yeah. So this because is, today be... is
1: also episode three of yeah. the entertainment district arc.
0: Yeah. This is going to be one of those ones that I think is going to be super interesting to revisit. So in March, when we go and cover the entertainment district, um, we'll have to go back and check uh, to see what happened with the Mugen Train arc and to see how those numbers changed and the and the drop rate has changed because I, I feel like it's uh, going to be pretty interesting to see how that changes over time.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. Also, yeah, I just ran across a news article on Anime News Network. So the ratings are in for the Entertainment District arc and it is pretty much outperforming almost everything from an animation perspective in japan so the numbers are already rising due to the entertainment disregard kicking off so it's a good sign of things to come so just goes to show a lot of people don't like recaps but this Mm -hmm. recap oh so good
0: yeah i think the recap at least the first episode is definitely worth watching Mm -hmm. and if you enjoyed the film i think i mean you're going to enjoy the rest of the season as well it's just like watching the film again but this time a little bit different (laughs) i know it's like i don't know if you enjoyed it just watch it
1: yeah give it a watch seriously It's it's worth it it's worth your time
0: um and I'm normally one of those people that hates recap episodes, so I
1: made you sit through a whole arc.
0: you did, but you're welcome I don't do you, what what show is it that we watched that was twelve episodes and had it was one core and had a recap episode?
1: Oh God, what was it that we thought was shitty? What's yeah. the last thing that we thought was shit but uh, well, we might have not have thought it was shit i for some reason, my brain no is my it was brain
0: shit. says that we rated it really badly as well
1: uh i don't
0: remember though was it a sports anime it probably was
1: was it wonder egg
0: mate was it maybe i think
1: it was wonder egg but i feel like a lot of that had to do with one one episode smack dab in the middle was a fucking recap episode also they blew that ending yeah yeah so yeah it was wonder egg
0: yeah okay yeah cool yeah Uh, whatever works and last bit of background information that I wanted to talk about. We have... Uh, actually, I don't know if we spoke about this on, on the episode or if it was just Brad and I talking before we started recording. Um, but the OP and ED. Um, so Lisa both. Yep. Uh, OP is called Akeboshi. And uh, ED is Shirogane. So Brad has a lot to say. <laughs> I'm going to give the floor to you.
1: So as we all know, your boy huge lisa fan mm-hmm. just one of the best artists in my opinion of all time period definitely one of the biggest like world renowned artists especially due to demon slayer <laughs>
0: um sorry i know i know you're talking but like i just found this comment okay so i'm on uh, my enemy list and i just scroll mm-hmm. down to underneath where it says op ed right um mm-hmm. and this comment is so fucking funny okay so it says uh, wow, our show is one of the most popular animes ever and is outgrown spirited away. Uh, how are we going to capitalize on this momentum when approaching season two? How about we just recap the movie to, movie for two months, LMAO? Sounds stupid, I know, but it's actually brilliant. This cash cow isn't some saggy old beast. She's a sexy, fertile young babe with enough milk to go around. And if you think Aniplex isn't going to milk this bitch for all she's worth, you've got another thing
1: coming. <laughs> it's not wrong.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but
1: also, how do you take something and make it better? Yeah. You not only give us Lisa, but you give us Lisa twice. Yeah. Actually, three times. Yeah. Because episode seven ends with Homera. so we get Lisa three times. Yeah. This is like my dream.
0: Yeah, I I think that I don't know. I think that I think that the the music, the sound throughout this this anime is actually done really really well consistently across the board.
1: Yeah, the OST is actually fantastic. The OPs and EDs are absolutely phenomenal and suit the show extremely well. Mm -hmm. But also, can we talk about the animation on the OP Mm -hmm. for a minute? I've never seen something so beautifully linked to the song in my life.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like those cuts were perfectly done. The lighting, the shading, everything was just done in a beautiful way. Seeing, spoiler alert, Rengoku Goku and Akaza fight. It's so good. The mm-hmm. OP even made it look amazing. Mm-hmm. The ED, just seeing the sword effects and like those super neon-y sections were great. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah. Is that doggos?
0: It, is, it is the doggos.
1: Doggos.
0: It's uh it's Cita. So I have two golden retrievers. Um, Cedar is 12, she's nearly 13. Um, and uh, Tilly, who is two, Miss Bean. She is the oh, um, I love Bean. Yeah, she's the the podcast mascot. So if you see any any pups on any of our podcast logos, that's why it's it's Bean. Yeah. But Cedar is a uh, deaf and blind and deteriorating fairly rapidly, unfortunately. But um, she's she was a runt and she had thyroid issues, and we rescued her, and you know the whole shebang. But recently. Um, she has just started barking for like no reason, like the happy barks, like just like I want attention barks um, and uh, but she'll just like we'll just be like washing the dishes and she'll just come up to us and just start barking. It's <laughs> just like, yes, we're here. Hello. <laughs> we have to give pets and she'll just bark and so we've been having like bark wars where she'll bark and I'll bark back. Because apparently the rest of my family doesn't do that, so I'm strange. But yeah, Um, and uh, uh, and so that was her. She was she was just barking. If you hear her in the background of the podcast, uh, it's our old girl. She does that now. She just barks for fun.
1: I love it. That's adorable. Yeah. I just love animals.
0: Me too. I love animals
1: too. Ah, even the girlfriend's cat was just being super sweet.
0: I love cats, but I'm so allergic
1: yeah Mm. tree's the same way Mm. tree is deathly allergic to cats but he loves them yeah but yeah normally her cat no like people but last night whenever we walked in after going to see the christmas lights just immediately popped up on the couch and started meowing at us to pet that's the first time i've ever seen willow be that way
0: oh janessa i was
1: like get to pet the cat oh janessa she
0: has taught her cats to play fetch
1: that's amazing (laughs) yeah i really want to get Yeah, To teach the cats to use the buttons that you see on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Just because I really want to see a cat legitimately be trained that way.
0: Cats are very smart. Yeah.
1: They are incredibly intelligent, Mm -hmm. especially when prompted with treats.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have to get something out of it. A dog will do it just for like affection. A cat has to have something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they need treats. But also, just the fact that they can learn to be able to do something like that. I want to see it.
0: Yeah. It's like those cats that know how to use a toilet.
1: Mm-hmm. Very strange, but also very smart to train a cat that way. Yeah. Also, we screwed up. I had news.
0: Oh, yeah. We just skipped right over news.
1: Yeah, it's because we were so excited to talk about Demon Slayer. We were. Demon Slayer is our cash cow of this podcast. Honestly. <laughs> but like we've talked about it more than literally anything else.
0: Um Haiku is nearly getting up there, I think.
1: Yeah. I think it's because we keep talking about we're going to do Haikyuu and then we don't.
0: I know, that's true. We need to
1: but do season two. five has been confirmed of Haikyuu, so there's something. Yes,
0: I, I'm i still, I hope they, see, this is where I need a recap episode of Haikyuu, because the animation in season four took a COVID dip, and I get it.
1: Well, it didn't take a COVID dip, it went to a new director. Okay. And the director worked for Ghibli.
0: I, but what, what happened? okay fair
1: enough so new director maybe a new studio i can't remember but you know what we should do we should watch the film yeah because i don't know if the animation style changed for the film or not but since the show itself got a new director and the director had actually worked for chibley i feel like that is primarily what happened because we've seen in the past from studios if they get a new director then the director gets to dictate the art style and Haikyuu season four's animation is very chibli Yeah,
0: but I, I just remember there being like two episodes in the middle of season four that just looked like they were drawn by a seven-year-old. And I don't know if I'm making that up. It might have been a fever dream, but... Well,
1: you brought that up to me and I haven't been able to see it yet. Okay. because So yeah. I need to get to that point.
0: Yeah, if you... if it... Let me know if I'm if I'm making that up because I really think that that's a thing that it just all of a sudden... You remember that baseball anime? That girl's baseball anime? Yes. It went like that. I mean, I don't think it was quite that bad, but it went all of a sudden, it was like, fine, fine, fine. What the fuck happened? Um,
1: well, the baseball anime was very consistent until it got to animating motions and then it's just full cgi yeah and that was consistent it was consistently good until it was shit if that makes sense
0: yeah what was that i could That's... be
1: like good, good 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 shit good 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 shit good good, good shit
0: was uh, one of those tamayomi of right
1: yeah but then you also have uh dead man wonderland where it was good all the way until those last three episodes, and then it was shit.
0: Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I I don't know what ha- I'm assuming. It was just they went into lockdown and they had to get episodes out, and they had two animators to make an entire episode. That's what I'm I'm giving them credit for. I can believe it, but um, because it was right around that time when everything shit like when everything shit fan hit. I don't know where I was going with that when shit hit the fan. <laughs>
1: Whenever shit fan hit, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs>
0: um. So I remember that that being a thing but i need to rewatch it because it's been a little while but i if if that is accurate i hope they go back and reanimate those episodes hopefully so mm-hmm.
1: but yeah so quick news rapid fire so we can get into demon slayer yes devil's a part-timer season two has officially been slated to air for summer of 2022
0: mm.
1: so i'm excited yeah just Just gotta get to July, Mm -hmm. and July will be here before we know it, because it's almost fucking Christmas. My God.
0: I know. I can't believe how quickly this has gone.
1: Then Makoto Shinkai's next film has been officially announced. We knew that it was kind of in the works, but we didn't know any information. We got a key visual. We found out that it is going to be a post-apocalyptic love story, Mm -hmm. and it has been titled Suzume no Tajimari. Mm -hmm. and has been set to premiere in fall of 2022 which means for those of us in north america we'll get it probably in december january Mm of 2022 2023 yeah then season two of tony kawa has officially been announced and has been slated to be coming to crunchyroll Mm -hmm. and overlord season four has officially been slated to release in 2022 as well fun also bleach got its new trailer for the thousand year blood arc yeah and has been set to release in october of 2022 and dr stone season three has been set to release in
0: 2023 okay that's a long ways away but i'm excited
1: yeah so i would say that's probably going to be in spring so Mm -hmm. like april of 2023 if i had to take a guess because that's kind of shonen yeah typically shonen is very spring and fall
0: mm-hmm. well it's because they want to get you up and running outside and shit it's like sports animes they have to happen in, in time when you can go outside
1: or it's like fuck school we need your attention yes
0: <clears throat> yeah that too yeah yeah uh- <laughs> But yeah, okay. So shall we check a check duck But put on those spoiler chicken hats.
1: Yeah, chicken hats. Put them on because yeah. it's time. We got some. We got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, very specifically, Rin Goku. Yes.
0: So spoilers from here on out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. First episode. This is. Uh, I was, I honestly, when I went into this, I was not expecting anything new. I was, well, like what I was expecting. I told
1: you to expect the first episode to be all Goku I don't listen
0: to you. Um... I've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, like, I think I just, I don't know. I, 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 what I was expecting when you said that was like, you know how it's like, normally when you get this kind of stuff, it's kind of trickled in. If you get any new content, it's like. An extra couple of lines here or like a half a scene here. You know what I mean? It's not like a chunk of new content right off the bat. So that was Not a- only
1: that, but you probably could have believed that I was overselling what we got. Yeah, you because I do have a tendency to do shit like that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie.
0: exaggerates? Never.
1: Uh, that's that's my entire personality. You think I'm this upbeat in real life? God no. Mm. <laughs>
0: uh yeah so uh so the first episode was was a really really nice surprise um so we start off with a little a little girl and a a grandma um selling some bentos
1: those bentos look delicious they did
0: look really fucking good
1: and rengoku made them look delicious oh my or for the english version because god it frustrates me so much tasty (laughs) tasty have you seen those clips from the dub no i haven't oh my goodness it's one of those things they they should have at least let the dub actor say oh my. that would have pleased me so much more than tasty
0: <laughs> well yeah or, or just like yum <laughs> fucking good
1: yeah <laughs> just something go make it overly dramatic change it up yeah make it Hilarious. Well, because like about, those of us that watched Mugen Train in theaters, yeah, we—I've lost my shit over that. The entire theater lost their shit,
0: yeah,
1: over that. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: it's, I think it's one of those things that like Umai is, is a word that is, as far as I'm aware, haven't been to Japan. Was supposed to have gone in 2020, but you know, 2020 happened. Um, mm-hmm. Umai, I feel like is used in casual conversation. Like it's like, oh, mm-hmm. Umai, you know. Tasty, I don't think it's really used in, in English in casual conversation.
1: Not really. Like you I mean, at least not in the South. We typically will say something is good, great, or delicious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I wouldn't, as an English person, I don't, I haven't heard it here in Canada. The only time I would use tasty would be like, oh yeah, it was really, yeah, it would be like kind of in retrospect. Oh yeah, that was pretty tasty. You know, mm-hmm. it, I don't think I would use it. As yeah, like, it's
1: typically used in like a past tense. Yeah. If anyone's ever going to use it.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that I would... Because I, I would never be like, that sounds tasty. That That's weird. And I'd never be like, this is really tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be like, yeah, that was pretty tasty. That's that's the only time that I would use it.
1: But funnily enough, I don't know if it's Food Wars. I don't know if it's Demon Slayer or what it is. But anytime I try something good now, like my brain just immediately goes, oh my.
0: Oh my, yeah.
1: And that's just instead of my brain going oh this is really oh, good yeah. it's just what's one word yeah that can just get everything across that you want to get across yeah. and it works yeah That's, Japanese is a fantastic language of getting everything across in it's a
0: very efficient a straightforward
1: language. yeah it's very straightforward yeah. it's a bitch to learn <laughs> but it's so straightforward
0: yeah yeah no I I, I agree Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, tasty. That's really funny. Tasty! (laughs) Because, yeah.
1: (laughs) But, yeah. Grandma and grandkid are selling some bentos, and then Demon shows up. Mm -hmm. And then Demon runs off. Rengoku shows up. And he's like, oh, hey, this is a thing. And then he goes off to actually look at the train. And this is where he meets the demon. Mm -hmm. And Demon... Tries to attack the working facility, but Rengoku's like, uh-uh, not today. So Demon runs off, and apparently this Demon's thing is supposed to be super speed.
0: Yeah, he's trying to be Sonic.
1: No. Yeah, he, he's really trying to be Sonic, but mm-hmm. Rengoku's like, huh, no, Flame Spiral just goes straight after him. Yeah. So Demon tries to kidnap... was it Grandma or the kid? I can't remember.
0: Um. Well, he runs off down the train tracks and then goes into the building and the grandma like throws a bento box at it so the demon has grandma's like grandma has demon's attention tells the little girl to run so she runs out and she lands on the train tracks and then we don't know what happened to grandma and demon runs out and starts choking the little girl
1: and then Rengoku shows up decapitates said demon and then as Rengoku goes to sheath his stuff grandma sees all of this happen mm-hmm. and you get a very beautiful cut of Rengoku and his dad. Mm-hmm. Like they have the exact same sword fighting style, the exact same like sheathing and unsheathing. Yeah, And it plays them back to back, like flipping between the scenes of black and white. And then the colored version of Rengoku and grandma's reliving her vision of her being saved by Rengoku's dad. Yeah. years
0: before when she was a mom and it was the child that was with her was her daughter and therefore her grandchild's mom
1: did you get a little teary over that i kind of had some tears swell up over that i'm not gonna lie
0: a train can you hear that i cannot one second no i think it's too quiet to pick up
1: um i I think if you had your yeti it would pick it it up because the yetis are are sensitive bitches but the snowballs not so much
0: not so much no um yeah, that's another thing. Freight trains exist. And I forgot about that when I lived in the city, but now I remember.
1: Ah, uh-huh. choo choo bitches! Choo
0: choo bitches! It must be what three PM, uh, uh, one PM, three PM. Yeah, to three for time. me, one for you. Because I know one one goes by my uh, house when I would walk home from middle school back in the day. Mm. <laughs> so back it was like, in the day, yeah, so it was like three thirty. Yeah, probably about three thirty is when another train should go by. But it's also mm-hmm. a week end, so maybe it's different. I don't know. Anyways,
1: but yeah, I got a little teary. Yeah,
0: I I don't know if I I didn't I didn't get teary, but I definitely did feel a lot of emotion towards it because it just gives you more context on Rengoku, and especially if you've seen the film before this episode, you know how the series the season is going to end. You know how this arc is going to end, and it's kind of like bittersweet while watching it. Because mm. you you know that we've already put spoiler chicken hats on, but I'm going to just reaffirm that I'm going to be talking about spoilers here um, mm. because this is a big one. But you know that you're not going to get any more content from him, that this is it, you know? Mm. But th- that moment leaves you wanting more content from him. He is such a good character and that is such a powerful, impactful scene. He is so intense and entertaining to watch. He's just a really entertaining character. And then you all of a sudden get this... I mean, you already had this like emotional connection to him from the the part of his mom at the end of the film and therefore at the end of this season as well, of this arc. You get the connection with him and his mom. But the relationship that he has with his dad up until this point is very rocky. And having that moment of the two of them being compared and knowing how he feels about his family and, and his final words to his dad, effectively... Um, uh, you this moment means so much more so it's the kind of thing where it's like even if if you didn't watch the film and you watched the series that you watched the arc go back and watch the first episode again because it changes everything
1: mm-hmm. so have you i can't remember does episode seven does tanjiro go visit Rengoku's dad and brother?
0: No, that's true. Oh,
1: so you don't...
0: You don't see that. So if you haven't seen the film, go watch the end of the film because you get more.
1: Does the film go over that as well? It
0: does, I swear it does. Because I remember it and I haven't seen...
1: I swear, that whole interaction takes place in episode 8 or the first episode of the Entertainment District arc. Unless it's very... I don't think you get the full breakdown of it.
0: I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm on Crunchyroll right now. I'm going to go to the film and just see at the end, because I swear it did. After the credits. Is it? Oh, no. Wait, that's. Maybe I made it up because I swore I saw that. Because now because I'm not seeing it. I know
1: it. in episode eight, Tanjiro goes and visits Rengoku's dad and brother, and you get that entire interaction.
0: I swore and, I saw that in the film, but I'm not seeing it here on Crunchyroll, so unless they cut it for the Crunchyroll I, upload.
1: I think they know, because whenever it, whenever you see them in episode 8, like you can tell they've already grieved over it and whatnot, and then Tanjiro shows up to yeah. actually talk to them about it and try to figure out more about the Hinokami Kagura. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember if they actually presented it, or they got the fully... Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because I'm not seeing it in the Crunchyroll depiction of the film, but I clearly remember that happening, and I haven't seen the Entertainment District arc. arc.
1: Mm -hmm. But for me, having read the manga, I feel like the reason I got so teary-eyed over that is knowing how big of a dick Rengoku's dad is, Mm -hmm. so I feel like that was one of those things that got me... Whatever the hell I'm trying to think of. Emotional. Uh That kind of, yeah, that got me feeling some sort of way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What really got me feeling some sort of way was episode seven, because my god, I didn't want to have to relive that.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, uh, episode seven. So, basically, okay, so we'll go through the, the basic premise of everything. I don't think we're going to go too far into detail, because like we said, we have covered the film, and this is... A recap of the film so if you're interested
1: everything from here going forward is very much the same yeah there are little animation cuts here there that are slightly different Mm -hmm. very specifically the dream world that the characters are in the dreams are the same Mm -hmm. but Tanjiro's dream was or at least his subconscious that the tuberculosis kid goes into Mm -hmm. that was different Mm mm-hmm More specifically, what happens whenever Tanjiro's dream ends, whenever he cuts his neck Mm -hmm. in the dream, was that, did you notice that? Mm -hmm. That was some of the most beautiful animation I think I've ever seen. The way that hole opens up, and the way the water just pours out, Mm -hmm. and the way that he's falling, that was top notch.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, that was fantastic. I loved every bit of that.
0: Yeah. Um
1: but everything else is pretty much the same episode seven is almost shot by shot the same yes some of the um, frames are different but the story is very much the same there are just some things that are very different the music i feel like suits the show better yeah than the film the film kind of if you compare the two side by side the music in the film is a little bit choppy mm-hmm. compared to the show. I feel like they did the music for the show a bit better mm-hmm. to where from a complete overall standpoint, I could rate the show higher than I did the film. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
0: I I think I would rate personally the show higher than the film as well. I think the first episode really makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, To me, it feels like it sets you up emotionally for the ending better than not having that background in the film
1: one thing i will say though Mm -hmm. i feel like they should have included episode seven or i'm sorry episode eight would in with the with this arc yes although episode eight is an hour long or would be for tv time for us i think it's like 47 minutes Mm -hmm. or so on crunchyroll Mm -hmm. i feel like it suited the end of the arc because you kind of get closure with the Rengoku stuff with Tanjiro going to visit that and also you get reintroduced to Uzui I or the sound Hashira
0: yeah I kind of think that it would be I mean I know like I wouldn't consider it to be like an OVA but like a bonus episode like because you know how like OVA's people you don't have to watch them and they they still make sense to the plot you know but I feel Mm -hmm. like if you had if it was kind of like so when did this end this ended in what October that's when it stopped
1: uh, the no, it started in October.
0: Oh, ended in November.
1: So, December tenth is when episode eight aired. So, December third is when the Mugen Train arc ended.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I kind of feel like it 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 kind of sits in between the two because it's a tra- it's very much a transition episode. And I, I like ending on a really big impactful moment like it did with the end of the seven episodes. But mm. I agree with you in the sense that, like, it does give closure to that as well. So I guess it's personal preference on that standpoint as to whether or not you like to end on an intense moment or if you like to end with things more wrapped up nicely. I feel like thing, if there was a bigger gap between arc one and arc two, um, I could definitely see why it would be necessary to not include that episode because cliffhangers or impactful moments are what gets people to continue watching after there has been a big gap. So in that sense, I understand why they ended it on episode seven, but because there was such a short time period between first and second arc, I don't really see how it's entirely necessary to not include it into the first arc as well.
1: Mm, I will say I'm very much an oddball whenever it comes to... Things and having to see how they play out. I am jealous of the people that will get to binge the entire season mm-hmm. and especially the entertainment district arc because even though I binge the entire manga as soon as I finish season one, mm-hmm. so I literally got to see everything from start to finish, mm-hmm. but I I'm jealous of the people that will get to watch season two from start to finish and get that easy transition over from the end of Mugen train into the entertainment district arc. Yeah. Because I am, again, I want to watch this week to week because I'm so excited for everything that's going to happen and the way that this arc is going to end. Oh boy. I'm excited. I'm ready to watch the world burn Mm -hmm. essentially because of how, if it ends, how I think it's going to end it's going to be one hell of a cliffhanger and people are going to be pissed. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. But with that being said, I'm jealous of those people, but I can't be one of those people. Yeah. Because I got to see how everything goes week to week. Demon Slayer is definitely one of those shows that I must watch week to week. And then I'll binge it all again whenever we cover it for the podcast. Because, yeah, that's the thing. Also, I'm a... Like we've started a new tradition with the friend group mm-hmm. to where every Sunday at 6 p.m we watch the new episode of Demon Slayer and then we watch an anime movie. Ah. So today whenever this episode goes live and also the day that we're recording this because you know we wait till the last minute, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna be watching episode three or four I think it's episode three nice. of Demon Slayer and then we're watching weathering with you oh. Okay. So I'm excited because uh Tree and a couple of the of our other friends haven't seen Weathering With You. Okay. So they're gonna they're gonna get to watch it for the first time and I get to watch it again because it's such a good film.
0: It is And we watched your
1: name last week, so I'm excited to see if they're gonna notice Taki and Mitsuha in the film.
0: Yeah. Just because like, little Easter eggs. Just just sad.
1: Yeah, but so good and so pretty. It's so fucking pretty. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, back to Demon Slayer. <laughs> Everything say. is pretty much the same. You see our three trio of boys get introduced to Rengoku. Tanjiro talks to Rengoku about the Hinokami Kagura, mm-hmm. to which Rengoku's like, the fuck is that? <laughs> but if you want to learn flame breathing, I'll gladly teach you.
0: Yeah, it was, oh, uh, I hate that. It's like, um, I will, yeah, become my apprentice. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to die. <laughs> like
1: but it's such a Rengoku like just his personality, I feel like shone through so much more after getting that first episode.
0: Honestly, yeah. The first Like everything just so
1: felt more just Rengoku, I guess. Yeah.
0: And oh, I mean it gave context to the large amount of bentos that he was eating in the first in the first episode of the beginning of the movie. Um, I was like,
1: can we talk about how powerful this man's voice is to where he sends all the bentos shooting up into the air and then they fall beautifully and neatly stacked up beside him. Right, yeah. Um, oh, it's fantastic.
0: It really does. It's it's the kind of thing where I feel like in the movie, if you didn't have any relation to him, like you didn't know him, you didn't know his context, you didn't know his backstory, you didn't know anything about him, and you saw those opening scenes of him yelling, oh my, over and over again, I feel like you could find him annoying right off the bat, you know?
1: hmm and, oh, yeah. and
0: then it take it would take you time to warm up to him over the, the time of the film. I feel like it's a very normal response to him being such an obnoxious character because that's part of him is he is an obnoxious person, but it's like he's adorable in his obnoxiousness, you know?
1: And he means so well. Like the dude is so nice. He's just over the top he's, about he's, how he comes across. He's
0: just intense. And yeah. this first he's, episode is fantastic. Yeah, this first episode. Softens that intensity. Not that like it ever softens him down. He's still intense, but it gives us understanding for why he. You
1: get to kind of know him. Yeah, you get to know more, him.
0: and and it allows the that level of like, oh, he's annoying. Like th- that w- that was there for the film. It deteriorates mm-hmm. that.
1: Also, so can we talk about how if people had not watched the film and they were going into the season blind? How pissed would you be if you're watching this week to week and you get into the dream world and the episode ends with Tanjiro cutting his own neck? (laughs) Yeah. That was the cliffhanger that that episode ended on. Yeah. That is a cliffhanger from hell, man. Mm -hmm. If you're watching this week to week.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We all knew what was going to happen because we watched the film. But damn.
0: Honestly, they were mean with that. But I called
1: that i think i called that on the podcast episode you whenever we were actually covering the film yeah i was like i guarantee you that's where they're gonna end an episode just to throw people off like i swear i had conversations about that and then they did it and i was like fuck yeah i was right
0: <laughs> i did it yeah no i don't or know
1: anime is just that predictable i don't mm. know
0: i don't know i thought i thought the series was really good i'm trying to find what i rated the film I don't know if it's here. Did
1: we not put that on the spreadsheet?
0: We did not. We did not put it on the spreadsheet. That is before we have updated the spreadsheet. So,
1: so I think I gave it a nine, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm.
0: I think I was probably and up there as well.
1: Yeah. And if I had to do this, I would honestly give it. I don't know if I can give it a 10. Like, I feel like my heart's set on 9.5. Mm-hmm. But then there's part of me that's also like, but we got so much Lisa. Give it a 10. <laughs> But no, I I can solidly give it a 9.5 without question. They The tentacles weren't as bad on this, I will say. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate those nearly as much. I don't know if it's because my brain got over the culture shock of them or maybe they softened them a little bit for the movie. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh, taking into consideration the fact that they have already made this content once, um, I'm going to give it a 9. I really like... The movie, I really like the show. I really like that it's an arc. I am knocking that point off for the fans that are upset that they didn't get the content that they wanted. The reason why I'm not knocking more off for that is because of the fact that we are in a giant panini right now and people need work. And I understand, you know, like it's, I think studios need leeway right now to be able to make the content that we want. And because of shows like, Q, which is one of my personal favorite shows, having that episode, those couple episodes of seeing them deteriorate, and it's not the only show that's done that. There are plenty of shows that that we've covered here on the podcast and watched in our own personal lives that have one or two episodes that are just animated like shit, or the voice acting is horrible, or the storyline just gets fucked, or something like that, because they were pushing to get out content during a pandemic, and they pushed for it, and then it ended up being shit. I would much rather have extra OVA recaps or recap series or recap films or whatever then have shitty content because that gives them time to make what they need to make new good so that they it'll, aren't being pressured from accounting people because we all know it's the finance, financial department that's going to be pressuring them to release new content. Um, and so... If they have to release OVAs that are recaps or or series that are recaps, films that are recaps, to get those accountants off of their (laughs) back so that they can make good content, I am here for it, you know? Um, Normally, I would not be. Normally, that would not be an excuse for me. But I am giving them leeway because of the fact that we're in a pandemic.
1: Don't panhandle to these people. Don't knock off a full point. Just because the people are upset that they did a recap arc, none of that matters. This is our own little world. We dictate what the people who listen to this thing. People listen to this for our opinions and to listen to us bullshit.
0: Okay, well then. Don't,
1: don't let them fall. I can like, find don't, another don't let excuse. them influence your nine. I
0: can find another excuse for knocking off a point.
1: <laughs> Think about the better animation. The OPs and EDs that we got on this were absolutely fantastic. They really good. It's all Lisa. Come on, give it a 9.5. I, you know you want to. It's Christmas. It's the spirit of giving. I'm, be generous. I'm
0: not generous. I'm a selfish bitch. We know this.
1: <laughs> I was, look, I went on a full bit of trying to be the dick here. <laughs> 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 oh my God. I, oh. Uh yeah, it's not often I go on full bits like that too. <laughs> I know right. Yeah, no. Um... oh, I, I put on a face there for a minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, okay. so um, let's see where this ranks in the the second season drop rate because I'm curious. So for those of you guys who don't know, I have all of our drop rates categorized into four different categories. We have um just regular first season one or two arc shows. Um, and that is the main drop rate. That's kind of the drop rate that we consider to be the most important. Then there is second seasons or third season, like continually seasons, because like I said, those have already been filtered. Um, films and uh, more than twenty six episodes. So, for instance, like Prince of Tennis or something, it's going to have a higher drop rate than, uh, like Wise Man's Grandchild. I just said that one because it's the first one on the list. Um, Because of the fact that it has 176 episodes or whatever. So people are going to drop it halfway through more likely, right? So second seasons, Mm -hmm. we have uh, ReZero second season of part one is at a 1.68% drop rate. We have Kaon Season 2 is at a 3.95% drop rate. Food Wars The Final Plate is a 2.39% drop rate. Q Season 2 is a 075 so that's so far the best. Um, Kaguya Summer uh, Season 2 is a 263 Oh, this is huge. Oh, that's The Promise Neverland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that, there's a reason why that's at a 16% drop rate yeah. fuck that.
0: Um, I was like, why is that so big? Oh, it's The Promised Neverland, I understand that.
1: Big windup is at a 2.39. Yeah,
0: and then we've got a laid back Camp Season 2 at a 1.33. So, this...
1: But again, I will argue that this drop rate is actually a 1.1. Yeah instead of a 2.67. I'm
0: going to keep it at a 2.67 for now because that is what the numbers are actually telling me but I will revise um, when entertainment district entertainment arc fully finishes and then uh, I will go back and update this um, drop rate and we will see how it changes.
1: You win this round.
0: <laughs> I'm just following the numbers, my guy. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a little bit of information. Oh, also, you can find uh, Demon Slayer on Crunchyroll. I know we did like vaguely mention that earlier, but um, yeah, it's all on And it's also
1: on Funimation. It's releasing on both on a week-to-week basis. However, the dub has not started for this as of yet, I don't think.
0: Right, okay, interesting.
1: Yeah, to my knowledge, the dub for this has not actually officially started. I don't know if Funimation is just having a time because of the film. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% certain. Also, I could be wrong. I haven't checked Funimation in a while. I know the Entertainment District arc has not even started dubbing yet, so I don't know if Mugen Train has actually started yet. But last time I had checked, they had not.
0: Okay. Uh, Good to know. Well, in that case, uh, next episode is going to be something fun.
1: Yeah, so next week we have our end-of-the-year review where we take everything that we have covered in 2021 and rate everything from worst to best yes. in that order. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then the week Although after
1: that, I have a revision. Okay. Do you want to just do lowest 10 and then top 10 instead of having a three-hour long episode like we did last year? Yeah. Let's
0: just do worst 10, top 10.
1: Because I feel like that'd make life a little bit easier.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then for our first episode of 2022, we have our anime awards. Yeah. Where we take our best boys and best girls and best OPs and EDs, our anime of the year and all of that fun stuff, and just make it like a little award show where we talk about what our top things are. Blue and I argue a lot over what goes into what category and what should win said categories. We had to tie on some things last year because why the hell not? We did. And it's it's a fun time. The next two episodes are probably my favorite ones that we do of the year because it's just a lot of banter and doing what we do best of picking things apart and deciding what is good and what is bad, at least in our opinions, because as we have said since the very beginning, we are two idiots that do not have any sort of fucking qualifications (laughs) to be able to do any of this. We just rant and rabble and for some reason You guys put up with it and continue to listen to it, and we could not be more grateful. This has been a fucking fantastic year.
0: It really has. For
1: podcast growth. Like The growth and feedback and everything else that we have gotten throughout this year has been absolutely mind-dumb. I can fucking (laughs) speak mind-numbing, and I am forever grateful. Yeah, me too. For this.
0: Mm Mm-hmm um it's yeah it's, it's been such a good year and a lot of big changes for both brad and i not just on the podcast but also in our personal lives and in our professional lives as well lots and lots of big things have happened and and next year uh, well the beginning the beginning of the next year
1: doggo. Uh-huh, doggo. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that sounds like someone's at the door i think lots oh, of i hear whiffs. both doggos yeah both of the whiffs <laughs> there you go <laughs> um but lots um next year i think is, is going to be a lot more stable for us as well because uh, like i said both brad and i have gone through a lot of big changes this year um but we're pretty settled i think now i think we're, we're getting to the point where we know where we are at and 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 so next year I know a couple of times throughout the end of this last year, there's been some last minute changes to what episodes are coming out and, and a lot more solo episodes than we normally have. So don't worry, we're back on track. Um, and, and we will, we'll be just fine at the beginning, beginning of next year. So you have lots to look forward to, um, with, with some really good ones. So, if you have anything that you like, you need us to cover next year, any anime that you're like, yes, please cover that, let us know. Hit us up in those comments or in the DMs or in, wherever you can find us, to be honest, to just let us know what you want us to cover. If there's a, a new anime that's dropping that we haven't talked about, that we don't know about, send us it. Let us know when it's coming out. Um, if you've read the manga or whatever and you're just super hyped for it, let us know because we would love to cover um, what you want us to.
1: Yeah, like we you can find us all over the place, BNB Anime on Instagram, Twitter, uh Blue, is that Blue Lavender STM yeah. on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Brad Carter Gaming on Instagram and I stream yes. on Twitch. Big Twitch things coming next year. I've got some fun things in the work that are kind of coming along and I'm looking forward to a lot of that, but also just podcast things. Like like I said BNB Anime on Instagram, Twitter. Uh We got a fancy website that Blue can tell you about because she does a lot better at explaining these things than I do. Yeah,
0: yeah. so if you go to www.bnbanime.com, that is where we have all of our episodes already there online for you to be able to download or links to your favorite listening platform. If you prefer to download off Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you use to listen, we're probably on there. Um, we also have background information on there. We have uh, pictures of both Brad and I. So if you're curious as to what we look like, we're on there. <laughs> we also have uh, artwork that both Brad and I have done. We've got friends of the podcast. We've got fun links. And I've also been talking to our website creator, um, who is going to be uploading on there all of our ratings for all of the shows that we've covered, along with all of the drop um for all of the shows. So you guys can check that out. Um, as well, we're gonna we're gonna have that as a new tab on the website. So look forward to that in the new year.
1: Yeah. Also, YouTube channel where we got fancy thumbnails and all of our yeah, episodes, yeah, archived. And next year we have some very exciting things coming to the YouTube channel as well. We're getting a new overhaul on like video intros and stuff like that as well. So we we have some really cool things really coming things. in the work. Yeah. Twenty twenty two is going to be a massive year for both of us both inside the podcast and out we have some outside venture things that are going to be slightly coming to a head next year so we yeah. we've got some cool things coming yeah and
0: also if you are listening on youtube be aware that you are listening one week behind so if you uh want to catch up go over to a listening platform like spotify or apple podcasts because um yeah they they, they released one episode beforehand than the youtube channel um Yeah. So if you're on YouTube and you want to, you want to hit those up, but also YouTube gets a comment section, which is fun.
1: Yeah. So again, let us know all the different things that you want us to watch and cover, because although I keep the spreadsheet typically planned out like two or three months in advance, we barely follow that anyway. I know we slot stuff in all the time. Let us know things. Like It's definitely a card subject to change situation. So let us know what you want us to cover. We can work it out. Yeah. Just while Blue's in school, don't give us anything that's like over 12 or 13 episodes unless we need to cover it in two different parts because real busy and also real lazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, uh, but don't worry. uh, I have a long summer. So so when summer hits, then we can uh, do longer ones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I do definitely want to cover... My um, Hero Season 3 in the next um, next year, and I know that that's a two-core, so I'm going to have to get started watching that soon. Um, and then uh, we got The Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime on the list. We've got Kuroko Basuke Season 2. Uh, We've got lots of Haikyuu. I think Season 4 is, is a two-core as well. We've got lots of things to cover. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that.
1: Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week. As mentioned before, we have our anime award, so we're going to have a fun time talking about our bottom 10 mm-hmm. from worst to best, and then our top 10 from worst to best. Yeah. Because that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah. So, and until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.